Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today's episode is developing your brand for a better tomorrow. As a brand owner or part of the brand team, we are responsible for how the brand is perceived externally and hence communicating what your brand does is extremely important. We're all busy with our daily jobs and we tend to focus on what ticks in the moment. But if we stop and look at the larger picture, we would notice shifts in market requirements. The last one, which still is very relevant for a brand, is to be digital first. And brands that have managed to achieve this successfully in the past have stayed on top. The fun part is that a brand always needs to keep reinventing that wheel to stay ahead of the curve. And the next wave, which is going to define a brand for the future, is sustainability. Focusing on sustainability is the need of the hour and it is country agnostic. In fact, the United Nations have set out 17 SDGs or Sustainability Development Goals that all nations need to follow and the largest impact would happen if governments and large brands take a lead on this. To help me dwell further into this topic, I have Dr. Kumar Ayer as my guest for today's episode. He's an expert in business strategy, innovation management, sustainability and CSR, and change management. Besides helping organizations develop strategies leading to ESG compliance, he's a large advocate and personally very passionate about sustainable businesses. Hi, Kumar, and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. It's an honor for me to have you here as a guest on this platform and looking forward to learning a lot through this. Hi, Prashant. Uh, Thanks for having me on this platform. The pleasure is all mine. It gives me great uh, pleasure that I'm talking about something which is very close to my heart. That is sustainability in the context of organizations or even governments on how they can change their ways of working to improve their constituency. Right. So before we dwell into some specifics on sustainability and the impact it has on a brand, could you briefly tell us about the UN Sustainability Development Goals and what does ESG mean for a brand? The UN Sustainability Development Goals are a bunch of metrics which have been agreed upon by governments across the globe. There are a total of 17 such metrics such as zero poverty, elimination of hunger, improvement of diversity, preserving life on land, preserving life in the water, uh, infrastructural developments, among others. So there is a certain basic standard which governments are expected to achieve by the year 2030. So the partners for the government in achieving this would then be the organizations or the corporations who indirectly influence these development goals through the employees and through their own actions. So the ESG itself on which these organizations are assessed on include compliances on three fronts, environmental, social, and governance. Okay. Uh, Environment relates to as the term stands for, the environment itself, regarding climate change, regarding how they are impacting the environment through the pollutants which they put out, through their various processes, etc. The social aspect relates to human rights, diversity, gender equality, etc. And the governance aspect 
relates to employee engagement, relates to compensation, relates to how the uh, ways of working, whether they are complying with the laws of the land, etc. So okay. the ESG compliance of organizations will indirectly help governments achieve their SDGs. Okay, great. Uh, thanks, Kumar. Uh, I think that was a helpful start. Uh, so a lot of our listeners are familiar with the four P's of marketing, uh, which are product, price, promotion, and place. Uh, but what are the four P's of sustainability? And is there a connect between uh, these two for a brand? The four P's of sustainability is a concept which I have introduced recently. The ESG compliance itself is based on the three P's of sustainability, which is people, profits, and planet. The fourth P, which I have introduced into this mix, is called principles. Okay. Because what we are seeing is that while the three P's are adequate in themselves, unless they are tempered by the barometer of principles, you can have hugely disproportionate development. And we are seeing examples of it. The increasing poverty rate, increasing crime, right. the huge imbalance in climate, the climate change, right. are all a direct fallout of development without principles. What is happening and what is very common in the world today is that developed nations are moving their more polluting as the more polluting aspects of their business to lesser developed countries under the guise of improving their standard of living. Right. But what is happening because of this is one in the underdeveloped countries or the developing nations, the pollution norms are more lax compared to the developed nations. So what happens is we actually end up putting more pollutants in the atmosphere and exacerbating the climate change right. rather than if they were being produced in the host country itself. Right. And the second aspect is because the labor laws in these develop, developing nations are more attuned to attracting foreign investment, you actually end up adversely affecting the human rights of the population who are working in these organizations. Right. So on both these fronts, the transfer of production or services from developing economy is adversely affecting the earth as a whole. Right. So, so the principles are very, very important. That I'm not against transferring manufacturing. I'm not against transferring services from one part of the globe to another part of the globe. Right. All I'm saying is that maintain the same standards which you would otherwise have maintained if that particular activity were being done at home. So Correct. just moving the point of pollution does not reduce the pollution. Right. So that is why the fourth P is very important when we consider 
people, profits, and planet. Right. And the same way, this can also be looked at. It has a direct correlation with marketing or a brand promotion, because along with the four P's which you talked about, right. if you are not driven by principles or ethics, you would actually end up causing grievous harm initially to the people who are going to be the recipients of your brand but in the long run to the brand itself because the lacuna in the development of the brand will finally come back to impact the brand in an adverse manner right great so i think thanks to you clearly there's another 4p model that brands should be aware of and implement uh, so moving on a little from this while I was doing some reading, I came across something you had mentioned about the sustainability index. Uh, could you put some light on this and probably share how can this be applied in marketing? Yeah, Prashant, uh, the sustainability index is a concept which I have introduced, which right. looks at how the four P's are balanced in an organization. Right. It can be, it, you can have a sustainability index for the organization as a whole, or for every single activity which goes on in the organization during the course of its journey. Let's say you have a new strategy, you have a new uh, marketing launch, you have a new brand promotion. You can do a sustainability index for each one of these and see if your particular activity whether it's a brand promotion, whether it's a marketing strategy, is it going to be sustainable? And is it having an equilibrium between the four P's? Okay. What I mean to say is the stakeholders who are involved in this, namely the profits, which represent the owners, the people, which could be your consumers, as well as your employees, the planet, which is the environment, and then the principles. How are these four being balanced? How are their aspirations being met? And right. only if all the, you could consider it as a four panned balance. And right. only when all the four pans are equally weighed, will that balance be in equilibrium? Sure. If, if your strategy or if your promotion is skewed towards one of these four, over a period of time, your strategy is going to descend into chaos and that the longevity of that particular activity is going to be adversely affected and you're going to crash and burn after a period of time. Right. So ensuring that you are in balance right from day one will ensure that your strategy is going to stand the test of time. Sure. The sustainability index itself is not a one-time index. You can have a sustainability index which is spread out over a period of time. It could be depending on the activity itself. It can be over a period of few weeks to a few years. And we map the development of the activity, the achievement of goals as a function of time. And this happens through audits. And right. we put out this index, which shows how compliant the particular activity is 
with respect to the overall ESG compliance of the organization. So you would typically at a minimum have two metric which are principle based, two metrics which are people based, two metrics which are planet based and two metrics which are profit based. And based on what are our aspirations, how far have we achieved those particular metrics? That is what is shown in the form of a spider diagram using the sustainability index. And this pictorial representation at a glance will show anyone looking at the brand in particular how sustainable that particular brand is. So as we gather, sustainability should be part of an organization's DNA. Uh, But do you believe that they should speak about it to help uh, promote their brand? If so, what impact do you see coming out of it? The more vocal you are about sustainability in your organization, the more positively it will reflect about your brand. Agree. The awareness among the millennial generation or the generation which is currently entering the workforce as far as sustainability is concerned is very, very high. People want to be, these young workforce want to be seen as being associated with a sustainable brand. Right. Ultimately, they are more clued into the environment more clued into the uh, sustainability aspects of society as a whole as compared to the older generation which is probably because during our times sustainability was not something which was discussed on a daily basis correct climate change as we see today didn't exist when we were growing up Right. So we were more used to regular weather patterns. We were more used to, you know, having fixed periods of weather, which today, unfortunately, we can't claim. So the younger generation is more clued into these things and they want to be seen as making a difference. Right. So as a brand, if you can say that I am sustainable and I can show visible evidence that look i am being sustainable here is what i am doing it can become a huge brand promotion activity for the organization and i believe that in the long run it will actually help brands attract the best talents available no one wants to be seen as working for an organization which is against nature or against the environment. Agree. Case in point being the students at Yale who actually boycotted the law firm which represents ExxonMobil because they didn't want to work for an organization which was supporting polluters. Wow, that's yeah. So it's only it's only a matter of time beco- before companies which are seen as not sustainable will soon find that they are being informally blacklisted by the best talent in the industry. Correct. And I think I completely agree. I think as a brand, 
uh, it's important that they should speak about it while keeping a close eye on the impact it has created. You know, speaking about it through marketing channels would definitely help build a positive perception of a brand. Uh, but I think having said that, the actual impact should be concrete and not just a random act, you know, which is carried out once a year and then forgotten about because you see a lot of brands still doing that. But completely agree with, you know, what you mentioned about the, the millennial workforce and how it's impacting people actually joining a brand. Uh, so with this, I think we nearly come to the end of the episode. Uh, but before we go, there is this one line that, uh, you know, you had mentioned in one of our conversations and I felt it would be very relevant in this context. Uh, so if I request, if you could just share that with us, because I think it was, it was very, very relevant in, in this context. Uh, yeah, Prashant, uh, the line that I mentioned, and this is something which is, very dear to my heart and this was the driving force behind actually developing the 4p model for sustainability right line itself is the principle on which lord ram based his life which says that there is no wrong way to do the right thing yeah you should be seen as doing good but doing it the right way and that is why where principles come in. Because principles are universal. You cannot have one definition of truth for me and another definition of truth for you. Truth is truth. Honesty is honesty. Transparency is transparency. So values are transcendental. And so as long as all your business decisions are tempered by principles you cannot end up doing wrong right so great i think this was a very powerful ending and a good thought starter for the people listening in thank you so much kumar for taking the time out to come and share some thought starters on the importance of sustainability i think this was extremely helpful for me and i'm sure for everyone listening in as well this has been extremely extremely helpful uh, thank you thank you prashant for having me on your platform and uh, allowing me to share my message with your listeners i look forward to maybe more such interactions in the future thank you so the more information you spread on this topic the more you can achieve the dual benefit of doing this for your brand would be that not only would it help you build a positive perception you would also end up helping the environment and the society in a large way. I hope this has been helpful for you. In case you need more information revolving around this topic, you can get in touch with Dr. Kumar Ayer on LinkedIn. And if you would like to reach out to me, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Twitter. This is me signing out. And as usual, don't forget to stay curious.